This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Thank you to our friends at Blinkist for sponsoring this video. How did I balance marriage, fatherhood, and a demanding career? Well, I stopped wasting time. That helped a lot. I stopped drinking. I stopped going to bars. I really didn't spend a lot of time with my friends when I had young kids in particular. I had friends and I, I, I saw them, you know, with some degree of regularity, but where I cut corners was more with social life outside my family. So I spent a lot of time with my wife and I spent a lot of time with my kids and I spent a lot of time on my career. And so you have to make choices. And I think those were reasonable choices. I'm not displeased with them. Don't abandon your friendships, but you can certainly look at where you're wasting time and just stop doing things that you know to be a waste of time. So, and I did. The funny thing is, if you're trying to stop drinking, you need something better than alcohol. Mm -hmm. And alcohol is pretty good. So you better find something a lot <laughs> better, man. Yeah, and then it is. And then esteemable people do esteemable things. It's like, yeah, well, you want to figure out, you want to figure out something that you're doing with your life that's worth not getting drunk and screwing up because that's fun. I concentrated on my marriage and making time for it. I concentrated on spending time with my kids consciously and I concentrated on developing my career. Those were the three elements of my life. And I had some time left over for creative pursuits and, and, and for friends, but most of it was a matter of getting rid of time wastes of any sort, you know, and I just pushed that out of my life, you know, day after day until I wasn't wasting any time or virtually no time. And, you know, I've asked my undergraduates frequently how much time they waste per day, and general estimates are like six to eight hours of time they regard themselves as wasting. Like, that's a whole career right there, right? So if you just stop wasting time, you can do a tremendous amount, especially if you also try to maximize efficiency. And I always found that incredibly motivating. You know, a, a motivating game. How much can I do in the least amount of time possible? That was, that's fun to try to do that as far as I'm concerned. Because if you're starting to put your life together and you have friends that object, those are not friends. Those are just people you know. They're not friends because a friend is someone, this is one of the hallmarks of a friend. Here's two hallmarks. Mm -hmm. A friend is someone you can tell bad news to. 
and they won't tell you why you're an idiot and they won't interfere with your suffering. They'll just, they'll, just, they'll just listen and maybe they'll suffer along with you. Mm. Okay, so you can tell bad news to them and they won't tell you some worse thing that happened to them. They'll listen mm. and they'll suffer along with you. But a friend is also someone you can tell good news to. And the friend will say, wow, in this veil of tears, something good happened to you. Great, man. Congrats. I'm wonderful. It's rare. It's unlikely. Good for you. I hope 10 more things like that happen. And they're not envious and they're not jealous and they're not one up on you. And if you're trying to get your life together, it's actually, if you're trying to get your life together and your friends get in the way, that's actually real useful for you because you've now identified who your friends aren't. And you might think, well, I can't give them up. It's like, oh, yes, you can. And not only can you, you should, and it would be better for them. Because if they're aiming down and they want you going down with them, there's nothing good about what's happening to them, and there's certainly nothing good about that for you. You might say, well, why do people drink too much? It's like, if you like alcohol, that's a stupid question. Yeah. <laughs> right? It's like, why do people drink too much? Well, because it's great. Yeah. You know, it's like, okay, so why stop? Well, you do stupid things when you're drunk. You hurt yourself. You, you compromise your health. It's really hard on the people around you. You tend to turn into a liar, and it screws up your life. Yeah. It's like, yeah, but it's pretty fun. Yeah, well, it is, but you need something better than that. And what's better isn't being straight and, 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 and not making mistakes. It's like that's all prohibition in some sense. What's mm -hmm. better is, no, you need an adventure, man. You need to get out there and have something to do. Yeah. And, and something worth waking up for. And you need, that's the substitute for the addiction. Actually, the addiction is the substitute for that, if, if truth be known. You need to be afraid of the right thing. And you should be afraid of contaminating your soul with deceit. That's what you should be afraid of. That will definitely do you in, and I know exactly how. What happens is, you know, garbage in, garbage out, the old programmer saying goes, and so you'll fill your head with nonsense and no one will call you on it except you, but you can still that voice if you try hard enough. You just wait until you get in real trouble. You know, one day there'll come a point where you have to make a decision, and the decision is the difference between life and death, or worse, between someone else's life and death, or worse, between health and the suffering that's worse than death. And because you've compromised yourself to such a degree, you will not be able to rely on your judgment and you will make the mistake you shouldn't make. And then you're done. And that will absolutely happen. Approach it voluntarily. Carefully, but voluntarily. Don't freeze and run away. Explore instead. You expose yourself to risk, but you gain knowledge. And you wouldn't have a cortex that, you know, is ridiculously disproportionate if, as a species, we hadn't decided that exploration trumps escape or freezing. It's like we explore. That can make you the master of the situation, so you can be the master of something like fire instead of just being terrified about it. So and one of the things that's absolutely phenomenally fascinating, I think, is that one of the things that the Hindus do in relationship to Kelly is offer sacrifices. Say, well, why would you offer sacrifice to what you're afraid of? Well, it's because that is what you do. That's always what you do, is you offer up sacrifices to the unknown in the hope that good things will happen to you. So in a sense, you know, you're faced with something terrible, the uncertain future. That faces all of you, right? Something you're afraid of, no doubt. I mean, how many of you are worried about your future? Yeah, why? You're all young, you're smart, you're relatively good looking. It's like, what the hell are you worried for? What are you worried about? You have innumerable quasi-autonomous subsystems that make you up that will generate 
stories impulsively and you'll just act them out. And you know that because you watch yourself over two weeks and you think, Jesus, I did a lot of stupid things in the last two weeks. And you think, why? And it's because you're a random, you're a collection of somewhat random quasi-autonomous personality units and lacking a leader, they're just going to fire off whenever they want, you know. First you're hungry, then you're thirsty, then you want to go to bed with your wife, you know. Then you want to sleep in, then you want to tell your boss off, then you want to curse at the guy that cuts you off in traffic. It's like, you're kind of like a two-year-old, you know, just it's one emotional frame after another vying for dominance. There's no overarching hierarchy and there's no king at the top. And so, you know, we already talked about pyramids of competence and what's supposed to be at the top is you want to bring all those things together. We understand this neurologically. I'll show you some of that in a little bit. We understand this neurologically, how, 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 how this maps in some sense right onto the neural structure of your being. You want to put something in control and the thing that you should put in control is the bloody thing that pays attention and learns, right? Everything else in the hierarchy should be subordinate to the thing that pays attention and learns. What advice do you have for a young man in his 20s? Make a plan. Look at what you're interested in. Get disciplined about something. Allow for the possibility that you have something important to contribute to the world and that the world would be a lesser place without that contribution. Don't be afraid of taking on responsibility. You're so... It's where you find what sustains you in your life. You can take on too much responsibility. You, you have to be cautious in that regard, but that's a less common problem than not taking on enough. A lot of the things that people regard as traps are actually the means to their life. You know, often young people are afraid of commitment, for example, in the context of a romantic relationship, and because they feel that that's going to interfere with their pursuit of something more valuable, but that's just not the case. It's, you're not going to find something more valuable in your life than a committed relationship with someone that you love that sustains itself across time and that in all likelihood produces children. That's life. And there may be people for whom avoiding that is the better route, but those people are very rare and you need a real reason to assume that you're one of those people. And hopefully for you, you're not. Um, you know, I've had a very good career, a very meaningful career in multiple dimensions, and it's still been the case for me that the most important part of my life has been my intimate relationship with my wife and my, and my family. So don't be afraid of that, or be afraid of it, but don't let that stop you from, from pursuing it. Let's be honest, life can get busy. It's hard to find the time to read your growing list of books that you promised you were going to get through this year. What if I told you that you could have all the knowledge your reading list has to offer in 15 minutes? Sounds crazy, right? Well, that's where Blinkist comes in. Blinkist helps you keep up with your reading list by breaking down books into key ideas that are easy to understand. They have a selection of over 5,000 titles from 27 different genres, including recent bestsellers, so you won't miss out on trending titles. Books like Atlas of the Heart by Brene Brown and Atomic Habits by James Clear are all available and ready for you. One way that Blinkist has helped me is providing a way for me to still reach my reading goals for 2022 while maintaining a busy schedule. I love listening to the varieties of titles they have to offer when I'm going to work, school, or the gym. Right now, I'm focusing on my personal development, and I'm listening to The Happy Mind by Kevin Horsley and Louis Forey. It's a book about why people look for happiness in all the wrong places, and even provides ways to find happiness in the right place. 
Right now, Blinkist has a special offer just for our audience. Click the link in the description to start your 7-day free trial with Blinkist and get 25% off of a premium membership. Don't let your busy schedule hold you back from reaching your reading goals. Let Blinkist help you help you today. Blinkist. Powerful ideas in 15 minutes.